Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another edition of CWN Weekly, episode number 24. Today is Friday, January the 29th, 2021. Coming to you from London, Ontario, Canada, where it is cold and snowy outside. If I had the blinds open behind me, you'd see all the snow that was uh, taking place. But uh, we got dumped on last night. Uh, it's been uh, uh, not pouring, but coming down heavy today at times. But uh, yeah, it's uh, nice to see winter is actually in effect here in London, Ontario. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, hence the uh, the sweaters and the jackets and the toques and everything else up here in Canada. But uh, it is January 29th, like I said. So it's, uh, it is, uh, you know, pure winter going on up here. Uh, if you're listening on uh, audio, thank you very much. Uh, feel free to hit the uh, like or subscribe button. If you're watching us live or uh, post, uh, you can uh, feel free to do the same thing, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, all that sort of jazz. But uh, I appreciate it. If first-time listener, again, like I said, uh, my name is Chris Maloney, a longtime fan uh, of uh, pro wrestling, mixed martial arts as well, Canadian independent wrestling as well. Uh, and uh, like I said, London, Ontario, Canada here. But uh, as we do always uh, every week, uh, birthdays, anniversaries of the week. Uh, so on the second, which I believe is Tuesday, uh, the one and only Greg Oliver, 1971, he was born. He's going to be 50 years old. Uh, that's insane. Makes me uh, feel up there in age as well. So happy 50th birthday to the one and only Greg Oliver, who, uh, of course, is uh, affiliated with uh, Slam Wrestling. Uh, multiple books he's uh, put out and published, including his latest one with regards to uh, Billy Van from uh, Hilarious House of Frightenstein. I uh, grew up on that when I was a kid. Uh, but uh, yeah, Greg Oliver celebrating his 50th, uh, celebrating his 50th birthday uh, this coming Tuesday. Uh, I've had the honor to uh, talk to him every now and then. But uh, if you look behind me there, uh, right next to Bret Hart, you'll see the storytellers. Uh, Omega giving the V trigger to uh, uh, Chris Jericho there. And uh, basically, I, I got to meet him a couple summers ago. He autographed the book for me. Uh, pleasure uh, as far as, uh, you know, just uh, in and out of the uh, the business goes. Uh, but a very smart guy there. And 50th birthday. Not sure about his taste in football. Uh, go Pats. He is a Browns fan. But uh, uh, like I said, happy 50th birthday to the one and only Greg Oliver there of Slam Wrestling. You check that out. Slamwrestling.net. Uh, as well, uh, Teddy Hart turning 41 years old. Not exactly sure where he's at nowadays, but um, uh, he is, uh, uh, you know, proud Canadian, so to speak, uh, part of the uh, the Hart uh, family there in Calgary. But he is turning 41 years old on the same date, so the second as well. And on the fourth, Whipper Billy Watson passed away uh, in 1990 at the age of 74. He was born in East York, Ontario. Not too familiar. Honestly, with uh, Whipper Billy Watson, other than the fact I've had coworkers as well as older wrestling fans that have been around who just like saying that name, Whipper Billy Watson. But the fact is, when it comes down to it, uh, Canadian legend. And like I said, he uh, he passed away on the 4th uh, at the age of 74 in 1990. And like I said, East York, Ontario. So Ontario boy there. Uh, major news of the week. Uh, unfortunately, two deaths to report. Uh, number one was on the 23rd, so last Saturday. Larry King passes away. Uh, WWE sat into Luna Larry King. Uh, Larry King passed away at the age of 87. Talk show Titan reimagined possibilities in the world of television with his iconic The Larry King Show. Prominent figures from the entertainment, sports, and political worlds graced the show nightly, but King made a special impact on national coverage of wrestling. Uh, he, went, he goes on to say, they are incredible athletes. Their fan following is amazing, but the results are never uh, in the paper to me. If someone is interesting, then I'm curious. And wrestlers in wrestling are interesting, King once told Sports Illustrated. Uh, so WB extends its uh, condolences to King's family and friends. And like I said, he passed away at the age of 87 on uh, on last Saturday there. So, uh, but, you know, sad news there. Did live, uh, live a long life. And uh, anytime there was anything... As far as, like, I guess, hot goes, as far as wrestling topics go, he was involved in wanting to get those guys, uh, you know, on the air, so to speak. I know when uh, uh, Chris Benoit, when everything went down with him, uh, he had a panel, I think, of uh, Steve Blackman, as well as Chris Jericho and Bret Hart with him on, uh, that was back in the days when he was on CNN. But he wasn't afraid, basically, to go and, you know, to tackle those uh, uh, those major moments in wrestling that not uh, not a lot of people were, uh, you know, were, were uh, cool or, or kind to talk about so to speak but um uh when it comes down to it larry king uh like i said the uh, 87 years old rest in peace there and then we go into uh somebody i was uh, totally unfamiliar with uh and this was roderick uh, mcmahon brother of Vince mcmahon passes away uh this was reported uh, all over the place but uh, post wrestling article here 
January the 25th. So Roderick James McMahon, brother of WWE chairman Vince McMahon, passed away on January 20th. An obituary about Roderick is up on the Legacy.com website. Roderick is survived by the, his following family members, mother Victoria Askew, his wife of 53 years, Janice McMahon, or Jam, it says Jam Miss. I want to say Janice McMahon. Uh, his son, his wife, uh, as well as uh, a few others there. But his uh, brother, Vincent K. McMahon, and wife, Linda, and their son, uh, son Shane, and wife, Marissa, uh, their sons as well, and obviously Stephanie and, and Paul. Uh, Roderick was a resident of uh, Willis, Texas. Uh, before he passed, uh, he was a member of the U.S. Air Force, and it was in the Air Force he met his future wife, future wife Jamis. So it is Jamis, J-A-M-I-C-E. That's uh, interesting. I've never seen a name like that before. And they founded North American Metals, Inc., which is a family business that's still running to this day. Uh, so thoughts and prayers are with uh, Vince McMahon's uh, brother there. Um, last, I guess it would have been last week. Apparently he, um, or I guess this past, we would have the 25th, which would have been, would have been Sunday. No, Monday. So he wasn't at Raw or SmackDown, uh, you know, uh, apparently uh, with regards to his, his brother's passing there. But um, it's interesting because um, some of the stuff that's come out, he was never part of really the wrestling business. Um, you know, it was one of those things where he was, uh, you know, he could be see at the Hall of Fames and, and this and that. Uh, but he was supposed to be part in another Chris Benoit mentioned here of when everything went down that weekend and uh, Vince McMahon's limousine exploded. Um, they were going to do you know, uh, thoughts and prayers to Vince storyline wise. And apparently his brother was supposed to be on TV as one of those guys who, you know, was, was going to share his thoughts and prayers and everything, you know, had you know gone down with Benoit uh, back in uh, June of that year. And, uh, you know, they scrapped that and they scrapped the storyline, obviously. But, uh, uh, you know, it, apparently when, uh, you know, he, he passed, um, uh, you know, it was one of those things where all of a sudden it was uh, it was major news, but um, he was always kind of behind the scenes. And then they show clips of him in the halls, uh, Hall of Fames and stuff like that. But um, uh, interesting, he never really wanted to get into the wrestling business. And he had a couple sons of his own, apparently never wanted to get into the wrestling business as well. So having the brother who owns the WWE and, uh, you know, he uh, he basically just kind of went another route, another avenue, uh, U.S. Air Force. And then obviously, you know, obviously the uh, the metal industry that he was part of as well. But uh, very interesting the fact that he never wanted anything to do with wrestling because you know obviously his fa his father i believe was uh vincent uh, a senior i believe they shared the same dad but um anyways it's uh you know uh, regardless of the fact uh you know thoughts and prayers go to the mcmahon family in the passing of uh, roderick mcmahon there so uh two passings uh, to talk about there and uh, uh rest in peace to uh, both uh, larry king as well as roderick mcmahon so news of the week report AEW moving revolution pay-per-view to march the 7th uh that was official as of this past wednesday so if you saw any of the graphics that had taken place uh obviously the march 7th date was attached to it so it's going to be a first uh, I, I believe first ever uh, pay-per-view on a sunday for aew there uh, so we'll have to wait and see, uh, you know, how they play out. But um, I mean, Sunday pay-per-views have existed for like forever, but it uh, had been a thing with uh, UFC impact wrestling as well as um, uh, AEW doing Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, AEW does as far as the Sunday pay-per-view goes. So March the 7th, like I said, AEW revolution, big news of the week <laughs> and a lot of uh, hype and a lot of uh, PO'd fans on the internet. And I'm not sure why, but uh, Peacock to become the new exclusive home of WB Network in the U.S. Uh, Peacock and WB announced today a multi-year agreement that gives Peacock exclusive streamer rights to WB Network in the U.S. Uh, NBC Universal has a long-standing relationship with WB that began nearly 30 years ago. Monday Night Raw in USA, WWE has always tapped into the cultural uh, zygest, I want to say the word is, with spectacular live events and large and live characters, and we are thrilled to uh, be the exclusive home for the WB network and millions of fans across the country. So a big article there as far as uh, WB.com goes. It says Peacock will launch WB network on March 18th, beginning the rollout of more than 17,000 hours of new original library WB network programming on demand and on a 24 seven channel, including all live pay-per-view events, including WrestleMania SummerSlam. Fastlane will be the first WB pay-per-view to stream on Peacock on Sunday, March the 21st. And then they go on to all the series of shows that we as fans know and love. Uh, apparently in Canada, it's staying the same. So myself, I've got Rogers, and uh, nothing's changing as far as uh, Canada goes. But as far as the states go, um, if you subscribe to Peacock already, uh, it's, uh, I guess, $4.99 for the WWE Network. 
uh, with an ad-based uh, service. So you'll be seeing commercials and ads. Um, if you want to pay $9.99, which is the exact same price they're paying down there right now anyways, um, it's the same sort of service. So not only do you get WB Network as far as Peacock goes, but you get a lot of other shows as well. So it's kind of a bonus there. I'm not sure why there's a lot of uh, gripe as far as the internet goes, except for the fact that a lot of wrestling fans, myself included at times, don't like change. So that's the only thing I can think about. I mean, if you're subscribed to Peacock already, um, there's nothing to it. You know what I mean? It's like me as a fan up here in Canada, I have Rogers. So the fact is I pay the extra, I think, $14.99 a month, uh, you know, to, to get the WWE Network. When it comes straight down to it, if you want to give me the WWE Network with commercials for $4.99, I might actually, you know, look into that. But, uh, you know, like I said, $14.99 here in Canada, and I've been paying it pretty much since day one. So not sure what all the hype is about as far as the fans being disgruntled. Uh, but the fact is, like I said, it uh, all comes down to change. And I don't think <laughs> a lot of wrestling fans like change and myself included, like I said, at times. So WB Fastlane set for March will be the first pay-per-view of the Peacock era, like I had said. So March the 21st is going to be the official date for that. And that'll be the last pay-per-view uh, before WrestleMania there. Uh, for gamers and myself included there, if you look up top, uh, most shows, I always have the Battlegrounds uh, uh, you know, game up there behind me. But um uh, bonus locker code coming this Sunday to WB2K Battlegrounds. This was announced on the 25th. So the following co um, comes courtesy of the official Twitter account at WB2K Battlegrounds. Tune into the WB Royal Rumble for a bonus locker code uh, th that awards 500 golden bucks in WB2K Battlegrounds. So if you're watching the Rumble this weekend, and, and why wouldn't you be? Um, and you are a gamer and do have the game, look for that code. Uh, CW, on, uh, CW Online, of course, will have the code for you. Uh, but again, uh, WB will release that code during uh, the Royal Rumble there. Uh, so from there, Friday Night SmackDown scores one of the highest numbers since uh, April. So I don't usually talk about SmackDown or SmackDown results here uh, because we're so late. So obviously SmackDown takes place tonight. <laughs> so I'm kind of seven days late it's in essence. But the uh, the main ratings for SmackDown come out on Monday. So the final ratings for SmackDown come out on Mondays, uh, sometimes Tuesdays, depending on holidays. But I thought this was big. Friday Night SmackDown finished with one of the show's best numbers since last April, finishing with over 2.3 million viewers on Fox. Uh, January 22nd edition of the show finished with an average 2.383 million viewers and a 0.63 in the 18 to 49 demo compared with the previous week. Viewership increased by 5.3%, but the 18 to 49 demo dropped by 7.4% from 0.68. So big news there. They did their best rating uh, going into Royal Rumble at that, uh, you know, uh, uh, and uh, like I said, it's uh, good news for them. And, uh, you know, hopefully they can continue tonight. And uh, hopefully, you know, it's they have a strong uh, showing going into WrestleMania, obviously. I mean, like everybody else, I am a WB fan, WB mark, so to speak. I grew up on it. I hate seeing the ratings when they drop. But, uh, you know, this looks like it's uh, a good thing, especially with uh, no football taking place on Fox right now. Uh, WB to reveal first women's Royal Rumble entrance. 30th men's entrance. And this is on backstage coming up tomorrow, 8 p.m. on FS1. Just gonna see if I can bring up the article here because I found this was uh, interesting. Uh, just let me see if I can find it. Uh, yep, I've got it here. So, um, so yeah, interesting. For the first time, I can believe ever. I mean, obviously, sometimes they have the matches and stuff like that where all of a sudden they'll compete for who draws number thirty or who draws number one, whatever the case may be. But um, uh, some information about the twenty twenty one men's and women's World Rumble matches will be revealed on WWE Backstage's preview special for the pay per view. WB has announced that two wrestlers who will be kicking off the Women's Royal Rumble match as the first and second entrance will be announced on WB Backstage Royal Rumble's preview special. The wrestler who will be entering the Men's Royal Rumble match last at number 30 will also be revealed on the special. So that's taking place tomorrow, WB Backstage, FS1, if you can find it here in Canada. Uh, it's going to be Renee Paquette, not Renee Young anymore, but Renee Paquette. Uh, Booker T and Paige are your hosts for that. Not sure how I feel about them announcing number 30. Um, you know, obviously, if it's it's going to be a game changer no matter what. Um, but uh, normally at number 30, you're always looking forward to seeing who's coming out. So if they announce it, you know, prior to, and my guess is going to be somebody like The Miz, so to speak. Uh, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. It's going to be interesting, too, because I won't talk too much about Raw Rumble on the show. Obviously, because I do the prediction show and then the recap show on Sunday. But the fact is, when it comes down to it, 
when I talk about Royal Rumble predictions on Sunday, I will have known who number 30 and number one and number two in the women's are going to be. So that's going to be interesting there. Uh, this was big news. And um, I ended up, I think, going to bed early on Monday. I don't think I caught this until later on, but it was Edge declares his entry into the Royal Rumble match. Uh, that was on Raw this past Monday. So when I saw that, read that, watched the hype video, I was like, holy crap, Edge is back. Uh, so it's going to be interesting there because obviously last year, 2020, uh, you know, Edge made his uh, re-debut, so to speak, and all of a sudden Edge is back in the Royal Rumble again here, and then Randy Orton's in the Royal Rumble. Uh, it would be it would be very cool if Edge goes on to win, um, but, uh, you know, there are 29 other guys, so it's going to be interesting there. But I'll get more into that on Sunday, obviously. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Asuka to meet Shayna Baszler and Nia Jackson, WWE Women's uh, Tag Team Title Clash. That was announced this past Monday as well. Bad Bunny to perform live at the Royal Rumble this <laughs> Sunday. Um I mean, I'm 44 years old, so I'm not too familiar with who Bad Bunny is, other than the fact he sings a Booker T song, and I think Booker T's in the video. Uh, so I think that is what he'll be performing live on uh, Sunday at the, the Royal Rumble there. But it'd be interesting. I mean, I got two, uh, two teenage daughters there, so they're all into the, uh, the TikTok as well as the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the gimmick, so to speak, as far as the singers going nowadays. So I'm pretty sure if I mention Bad Bunny to them, they'll be able to tell me uh, who it is. I know who Post Malone is, I can tell you that, but Bad Bunny's new to me. So that'll be interesting there. Fourth wave of WWE Superstars and Legends arrive in WWE 2K Battlegrounds. So some more uh, gaming talk here. So I'm just going to bring up the article here because uh, I thought it was cool who some of the guys are. And I'm surprised that some of them waited until this long. So coming out um, in between... Looks like the 27th through, I don't know if there's an actual uh, finish date, but usually it's within a couple weeks. Uh, but anyways, names mentioned here, Christian Otis China, and then we got Dana Brooke, Tyler Breeze, and Mark Henry. So two Canadians in there, Mark Henry, and then China uh, in the game as well. So that's going to be uh, starting on the 27th. Uh, which was actually a couple days ago. It was all actually uh, Tyler Breeze is in the game. I know that uh, he's been uh, released uh, into the game because of the fact is they I saw something, I think, on Twitter uh, with regards to Fandango and uh, Breezango actually being uh, a team in uh, WV2K Battlegrounds there. So uh, check that out. I believe next one will be announced next week. Uh, but that's pretty cool. Six new uh, wrestlers for the game itself. Historic Superstar Spectacle showcases India's extraordinary in-ring competitors and culture. Uh, that was on the 26th. So Tuesday at 9.30 in the morning, the show was actually on. Um, you know, it was uh, it was interesting. It was different. It You know, obviously played uh, to Republic Day over there in India. Um, match results were WB champion Drew McIntyre in this share overcame Jinnimer Hall and the Bollywood boys, uh, women's tag team champion, Charlotte Flair teamed with Serena Sandhu, Sandhu, sorry, to defeat Bailey and Natalia NXT champion, Finn Balor conquered, uh, Guru, uh, Guru Raj, Ijisel survived Jeet Rama, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Giant, uh, Zanjir and Dilshir Shanky merged victorious in an eight man tag team match as well. So it was interesting. I mean, it's, um, they played more up to, the, the Republic Day in India and everything else, more so than they had done in the Saudi Arabia shows, you know. Um, this was, to me, it was a good show. It was uh, interesting to see at 9.30 in the morning, uh, knowing it was pre-taped, uh, you know, pre-recorded, so to speak. But the fact is, when it comes down to it, uh, they played off a, a great show as far as the talent went, as far as uh, uh, making them look like huge superstars or future superstars, so to speak. I mean, Finn Balor in the opening match, that match that he had could have went either way as a fan. You kind of believe that obviously NXT champion is not going to get beat, but the fact is when it comes down to it, um, it was a good showing there. So, you know, congrats to them, uh, the WWE uh, for putting this on. And uh, like I said, if, uh, if they continue to do it on a yearly uh, basis, I think it'd be great. I know, you know, besides obviously the Bollywood boys, as well as, uh, you know, uh, Junior Rahal. They've also got Daryl Sharma, uh, known as the Hornet here in Ontario. He is of Indian uh, descent as well. Uh, so, you know, it's a lot of ties to uh, to India as far as uh, Republic Day goes. So if they do an annual event, I think it'd be cool, especially considering the fact that a huge fan base that they have over there, uh, you know, so it, I, I think it'd be uh, interesting there. So we'll have to wait and see if it continues for next year. Uh, update on the revival of Georgia Championship Wrestling. I'm going to go a little bit old school here. Uh, now, I'm going to say this. I don't know too much about Georgia's championship wrestling other than just hearing about it. Uh, but back in September, and this is courtesy of Post Wrestling there. Uh, so caught up with Chris Nelms and the next uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling Show is scheduled for April 24th in Buckhead, Georgia. 
Talent announcements are currently being made on the Georgia Championship Wrestling Facebook page. Uh, Chris and uh, Chris Nelms, that is, stated that they're hoping to run monthly events going forward at the venue in Buckhead and several more cities once venues become readily available. Uh, they are planning to crown a Georgia heavyweight champion by the way of a Royal Rumble-style match. So that is pretty cool there. Nostalgia-based, um, you know, it's 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 cool. It's, um, it'll be interesting, but uh, obviously with uh, COVID-19 and everything else, they've got to, you know, play it uh, by ear, so to speak, uh, you know, as far as the, uh, the politics and uh, the rules and regulations down there in the States go. But uh, I know a lot of old school wrestling fans probably be happy about that. Uh, the other one I always hear about is Florida Championship Wrestling. I don't know a lot about that either. Uh, you talked to me about Stampede Wrestling or Atlantic Grand Prix Wrestling. I can talk to you about that. But uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling, yeah, not uh, not so much. But, uh, you know, I'll watch it uh, if I get a chance, especially if it's on YouTube. And if not, I'll seek it out. But, uh, you know, it's uh, April. Uh, I think April date is what they had said. So it'll be interesting. And uh, hopefully COVID-19 is a little bit, uh, uh, you know, less of a, a, a sore, so to speak, uh, by then. Uh, Young Rock official trailer, February 16th. That was released on the 26th. So the series is coming out uh, February 16th. So it'll be interesting there. Uh, it goes uh, different phases of the rock all the way through to apparently him running for president in 2032. Uh, so it'll be interesting to uh, to catch that. But like I said, February the tw- uh, uh, sorry February 16th on NBC. Uh, Tommy Dreamer receives world title shot at No Surrender. So that was part of a, an angle that took place this past week on Impact Wrestling. Uh, Rich Swan came out said he wanted to do a courtesy to Dreamer. Uh, you know he's uh, celebrating his 50th birthday. And uh, he wants to give him a shot. So that's been made official for No Surrender uh, there. No Surrender obviously taking place, uh, where are we? February 13th. I believe that is Tommy Dreamer's birthday. So, And that was the whole angle with him and Chris Bay on Impact, which I'll get into uh, just momentarily here. Uh, Riho returning to AEW Women's Title Eliminated Tournament. That was announced on the 27th. Uh, she'll be facing Serena Deeb. So it'll be good to see her back and good to see Serena Deeb still part of uh, AEW Wrestling there. Uh, season number two, episode number two, Alia, Aliyah. I want to say Aliyah by Wild On. Uh, Wild On is Taylor Wild's uh, podcast there. So Aliyah's first interview in six years, which would be interesting there. I've actually got to interview one of her former tag team partners uh, and Alexia Nicole. And, uh, you know, uh, the uh, six years and not doing an interview, that's in- insane. But uh, check that out. That is up on uh, Anchor as well as Spotify. And uh, those two are aligned there. Uh, Bleacher Report presents AEW Dynamite Awards. That was on the 27th as well. Uh, so you can check out cwnonline.ca or you can go and uh, just go on YouTube there. And uh, check it out. So it was about 38 minutes of kind of a gimmick award style. The fans actually voted for them. And they had a good turnout. I think as far as fan support, I want to say I want to say 650,000. Um, I don't want to say 65,000. I think it's 650,000. But they had a good support as far as the fan turnout goes. Uh, so check that out as far as the awards go. Like I said, it's about 35 minutes in length. So check that out. Uh, yesterday was Bell Let's Talk Day 2021. Uh, Very important as far as mental health awareness goes. Uh, but it's uh, it's a big day here in Canada. And it's not just a one-day event. You can make it a 365-day event and just uh, uh, support those that need uh, help as far as uh, mental health goes, especially right now during COVID-19. So that was yesterday there. Also yesterday, RJ City Wrestling Raconteur. Don't think I've ever heard that word before. Full documentary is up right now on YouTube. You can check out the link, cwnonline.ca. But if you're a fan of the Midnight Special, RJ City, check that out. That was, uh, like I said, released yesterday. Uh, Something else also getting released, John Cena announces his book be a work in progress and other things I'd like to tell my younger self. Uh, That is going to be official, I think, if it's not already. Just let me bring up the article here. This regards to Mr. You Can't... (laughs) Actually, the article goes, you can't read me. I was about to say, you can't see me, but you can't read me. 16-time world champion John Cena announced Thursday morning on Twitter that his new book, Be a Work in Progress and Other Things I'd Like to Tell, or, like, like to tell My Younger Self, will be available April 6, 2021. Uh, so, yeah, Cena wrote a book, so, which is uh, kind of cool. But he's uh, not wrestling as much, so what else he got to do? Let's write a book, you know. Uh, Jimmy Fallon wrote a book. He's wrote a couple of books. I love Jimmy Fallon, so it'll be interesting to see uh, the response that John Cena gets there. Uh, to watch along, so to speak, that have taken place. Charlotte, Bianca, Shotzi, and more WWE superstars react to 2020 Women's Royal Rumble match. 
that is on YouTube there, so you can kind of uh, see their thoughts as the Royal Rumble's happening from last year. Uh, as well, it took place uh, today as well with regards to the Men's Royal Rumble. So Drew McIntyre and more WWE superstars react to the 2020 Men's Royal Rumble match, WWE Playback, that took place earlier today. Uh, the link is not up on CWN online yet, but it will be, but the women's link is... No, oh, excuse me. So more news about WB2K uh, Battlegrounds there. Powerhouse finishing moves, WB2K Battlegrounds top 10. That is up right now, cwnonline.ca, uh, as well as YouTube. Paramount and WB Studios Rumble animated film delayed to 2022. So this is kind of sad news because, I mean, obviously it's uh, COVID taking place. And, um, you know, just one more thing to add to that uh, that dreaded list of everything that got postponed. Uh, Paramount Pictures WB Studio Studios animated film Rumble has been delayed again to the co uh, due to COVID-19 pandemic. Rumble is now scheduled to be released in theaters on Friday, March, uh, sorry, Friday, February 18th, 2022. Film was originally expected to be released in the summer of 2020 and prior to this delay had most recently been set to be released on uh, May the 14th, 2021. Uh, names involved, Will Arnett, Terry Crews, uh, Geraldine Viswanathan, and the lead are the lead voices, uh, lead vo man, <laughs> the lead voice actors in Rumble. Uh, WB's Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns also voiced characters in the movie along with uh, Tony Danza. Tony Danza, wow, there's a name from the past. Uh, Susan Kelechi watch, uh, Watson, Stephen A. Smith, Jimmy uh, Tatro, Ben Schwartz, and Michael Buff. Michael Buffer is in this too. And then all of a sudden there's a, a preview official trailer, which I believe I had posted once on cdbonline.ca, uh, but the official name for that is Rumble. Uh, so guys, check that out. Check out the trailer at least, even though it's not being released until next year. But again, sad news because of uh, obviously COVID-19. Uh, uh, Disney Channel picks up Blue Demon Junior Superhero Comedy, comedy Series. I'll be looking for that because I got Disney Plus because of the toddler. Uh, so that'll be uh, coming up sometime soon. Uh, just let me get the official date on that there because I have the article in front of me as well. Um, Disney Channel has picked up a series that features Lucha Libre star Blue Demon Jr. playing a version of himself. It was announced on Thursday that Disney Channel has given a series order to Ultraviolet and uh, Blue Demon, a live, uh, super, super, live action superhero comedy series uh, starring Blue, G uh, Demon, uh, geez, Blue Demon Jr. and the Disney Channel Scarlet Estevez. Uh, and it goes on to talk about it. Um, yeah, no dates announced yet, but that'll uh, show up on Disney. And if you're on Disney, you know you're doing something right there. So that's uh, that's pretty cool there. Uh, WB Icons Yokozuna official trailer is out now. That takes place following the Royal Rumble. Um, it's interesting because you know when you get older in life, you don't necessarily realize that you're a huge fan of somebody. Uh, until you start seeing kind of the, the footage, the matches, hearing about the stories, everything else. Uh, I had the honor of getting to see Yokozuna once in person when I was, uh, you know, um, like 19 years old at a house show in St. John, New Brunswick. And, uh, you know, it's uh, obviously he was the major heel uh, when I was a teenager, you know, fighting the guys like The Undertaker and uh, obviously Bret Hart and, uh, uh, those, you know, Lex Luger, of course, those guys there. Uh, but I'm actually really looking forward to uh, to this one here. This one and the, probably the British Bulldog, Davey Boy Smith, as well. The two I'm looking forward to the most. So it's going to be a long night on Sunday uh, with the uh, the kickoff show and obviously the prediction show, the the recap show, the Royal Rumble itself, and then uh, icons. Uh, but I'll make it work. I'll make it happen. I'll get some Red Bulls into me, and we'll be all we'll be all good there. But that is uh, taking place, like I said, Sunday after the Royal Rumble. WB Icons Yoko Ozuna. Uh, Ultimate Royal Rumble comes to WB Digital Platforms this Sunday at 2 p.m. Uh, so obviously, with Royal Rumble taking place, there is a lot of shows uh, as far as uh, you know uh, preludes, so to speak. Uh, so this was announced at WB.com. Royal Rumble event is one of the most celebrated sports uh, entertainment traditions of all time. Uh, kicking off the road to, uh, road to WrestleMania as men and women battle in their respective 30 superstar melees for an opportunity to compete in the main event of the grandest stage of them all. Uh, as we anticipate two blockbuster Royal Rumble matches this Sunday, Matt Camp, Evan Mack, and Sam Roberts hit the whiteboard to construct the ultimate Royal Rumble, pitting WWE legends against most uh, today's most dominant superstars to determine who is the greatest competitor in the rich history of the over-the-top contest. Uh, so check that out. That's going to be uh, this coming Sunday at 2 p.m. there, guys. Uh, so that, to, like I said, one of, just only one of the things taking place this coming weekend. Um, Cauliflower Hourly Club po uh, postpones reunion uh, again. Uh, so that is unfortunate news. This was released courtesy of slamwrestling.net uh, there. But... Uh, 
Uh, Greg Oliver actually wrote this one for the third, uh, third time. The Cauliflower Alley Club has been forced to cancel its annual reunion uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. It's been scheduled for April 2021 at the Gulf Coast Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. And then they go on to talk about a note from B, uh, Brian Blair uh, there. Uh, so uh, due to COVID restrictions and for the safety and welfare of all, canceling the April uh, reunion and have tentatively secured the dates of September 13th, 14th, and 15th, 2021 for their 55th reunion. So just another thing, another COVID-related uh, aspect uh, still taking place almost a year a year later. But the fact is, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry uh, when it comes down to it. So um, what else we got here? Alex Shelley. Let's talk about him. Um, so article came out today with regards to what happened at, uh, impact wrestling, hard to kill. Uh, Alex Shelley explains why he missed hard to kill immediate future. It's courtesy of F4WOnline.com. Uh, Alex uh, Shelley's late scratch from the January 16th Impact Wrestling Hard to Pay, uh, Hard to Kill pay-per-view came as a surprise as he was part of a high-profile main event team with Chris Saban, Rich Swan against Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. However, given travel restrictions for COVID-19, most assumed the virus had something to do with him pulling out of the event the day before the show replaced by Moose. Uh, in a series of tweets Thursday, Shelley gave his side of the story past his initial statement of re, uh, needing to err on the side of caution due to complex situation that he might be out of the company for some time. And I'll just uh, read his opening statement here. Uh, so most days out of the week, I look like this. And it's basically just Alex Shelley looking like a normal dude. I read theories about why I wasn't at Impact Wrestling for Hard to Kill. They range from injury to illness to getting arrested to harming my family members and attempting to cover it up. I am a physical therapy clinician. Uh, physio is my livelihood and career. Wrestling is my livelihood and passion project. At my company, due to the volume of sick and injured patients we are in the care of, we modify our COVID-19 mandates as needed. As numbers went up, so did the restrictiveness there. So uh, Alex Shelley making a statement with regards to him missing Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill. Obviously, he's got a life outside of the wrestling business. He goes on to talk about in the tweets with regards to not having a contract, but not wanting a contract at this point of time either. You know, here's a guy who's been in the wrestling business for a while. And when I say a while, I think the first time I ever got to see him live, I think was about 15, 16 years ago. You know, he's always been, you know, uh, you know, at Chris Saban's side, so to speak. Uh, but the fact is, you know, he was gifted back then. He's still gifted today, but he's a different, you know, a different human being. He's He's got a career. He's got a life. And wrestling is just kind of that side project where he still loves and he's still passionate about. And the same thing with Saban as well. But good for him for you making that statement. Good for him for coming out and saying, look, I have a life. I'm keeping people safe. And that is why I missed the pay-per-view. Uh, so that uh, that being said, uh, you know, uh, Thoughts and prayers with uh, with him to uh, to you know get back into the wrestling business uh, sometime soon. Obviously, Saban's still doing his thing as far as Impact Wrestling goes, but uh, with regards to Alex Shelley, uh, you know, good for him, uh, you know, for for doing the right thing as far as the pandemic goes. There, uh, Michael Satamara, uh, Tony Gill, Metahan, Coca Bass Oglu, and Bailey Matthews. Uh, sorry about that one name announced as the latest NXT UK signings there. So I'm going to get into this because it's kind of interesting uh, with regards to one of the names here. So this was released WB.com today, actually. Uh, WB.com announced the latest signings at NXT UK, including Mika Sakamura, uh, Tony Gill, uh, Madahan Kokabazoglu. I don't know if I pronounced it the same way twice of Germany and Bailey Matthews of Blackpool, England. So interesting that name Blackpool, England there. Uh, so it goes on to talk about the, uh, the latest additions there. Uh, but with regards to Bailey Matthews, Blackpool, England, ready to roar onto the scene and represent his hometown of Blackpool, England. Bailey Matthews is set to bring a unique style to NXT, uh, NXT UK inspired by the likes of Johnny St. Uh, Billy Robinson and NXT general manager William Regal. So the reason I bring up that article there, number one, because it's excuse me, new signings with WB. Uh, but uh, number two is uh, that last name I mentioned, Billy Matthews, is the real life legitimate son of the one and only William Regal. So uh, William's William Regal's boy into the business there. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if he's, you know, the same kind of toughness as Regal, uh, if he's a high flyer, I don't know too much about him at all, other than just reading what I just wrote, uh, you know, just reading what I, I, I just, uh, you know, I mentioned on the air here. Uh, but the fact is, when it comes down to it, I'm interested to see what kind of style he's going to have. Uh, Penta L0M cleared to return to AEW after visa issue is resolved. 
Uh, so this I saw right before I went on the air there. Uh, F4WOnline.com. Probably have the article up on CWNOnline.ca later. In this uh, week's Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer reported that Penta L0M is cleared to return to action AEW but needs to resolve a visa issue, uh, visa issue first. Uh, Metz, uh, Meltzer said that Penta was injured for a while in 2020, but didn't go into details as what the injury was. Character's last appearance was on January 20th, Dynamite being injured backstage by Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. However, Meltzer said it wasn't the real Penta that was being attacked. Uh, Meltzer, said, Meltzer said that Penta is sorting out a visa issue and will be back once it's resolved. Uh, so that is what is going on with Penta right now. That is why you see Phoenix wrestling on his own. And that is why you've seen uh, Penta not cutting any promos or any kind of close-up face shots uh, with regards to the character there. But uh, can't wait to see him back because I, I love uh, the Lucha Brothers. And uh, Penta is uh, one of my favorites as far as uh, singles wrestlers go as well. Uh, Post-interview up with uh, Jimmy Corderas from Aftermath TV. That is uh, on postwrestling.com. So, guys, check that out. Uh, if you like Canadian content there, obviously you do if you're watching this show. Uh, new begin A new beginning in uh, Nagoya preview. So, this is New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is close to my heart, obviously. If you've ever heard about me talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Dolphins Arena sees the New Beginning Tour hit Nagoya on January 30th with major singles matches atop an exciting card of action. So main event, never open weight championship match. Shingo Takage taking out Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, we've also got uh, no disqualification match. Will Ospreay taking on Satoshi Kojima. Uh, that should be interesting there. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Hiroshi Tanzan taking on the Great Okan. Um, if you see the picture that's online of the two of these guys, they look like a, a video game beast, so to speak. But uh, they'll be interesting there. And uh, with uh, regards to Hiro uh, Hiroshi Tanzan and the Great Okan, the loser must retire the Mongolian chop. Uh, then we got uh, Kodi Abushi, Tom uh, Tomohaki, uh, Hanma, Sho, and Master Wado taking on uh, LIJ. Uh, Los Ingranablos. I didn't pronounce it too bad that time. Did Japan? Uh, did Japan? Uh, Sanada, Tatsuya Naido, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi. He's. I just. Oh, hold on. It's Shingo Takagi. Why is his name in there? It shouldn't be. Yeah. So you get uh, Sanada in the picture. Tatsuya Naido in the picture. Shingo. Is, no, it's Hiroshi Tanahashi, which is. Um, Sorry, Hiroshi Takahashi, who's Hiromu. Jeez, I'm messing up my names. Hiromu Takahashi is in the picture, but they've got Shingo Takagi's name listed. Okay, obviously Shingo's not pulling W duty there. And anyways, uh, another match, Chaos, uh, Kazuchika Okada, Toro Yanu taking on Bullet Club, so Evil and Yujiro uh, Takahashi there. So guys, check that out. That'll be uh, 3.30 in the morning tomorrow. If you, if you have New Japan for Wrestling World, my subscription is about to expire. I'm not sure if we're going to renew, so that might be the last uh, event I watch on New Japan for Wrestling World. Uh, but that is 3.30 in the morning tomorrow if you're up that late or up that early, uh, so to speak. So check that out. And finally, uh, like I had uh, mentioned with regards to WWE, and I'll talk about it a little bit more on Sunday with regards to the preview shows here. Uh, but uh, WWE, uh, the bump watch along uh kickoff show and more slated for royal rumble sunday uh graphics kind of cool so you got hulk hogan daniel bryan goldberg the bella twins rikishi diamond dallas page and then tegan knox in the uh, the picture there uh but uh royal rumble matches the last decade stream you got the ultimate royal rumble you've got a uh, spanish royal rumble pre-show special royal rumble edition of wb's bump uh, Royal Rumble kickoff show and the WB watch along. So that has all taken place this weekend beyond WB backstage taking place tomorrow. So guys, a lot, a lot of Royal Rumble stuff, a lot of WB stuff related. Um, and obviously, you know, hopefully you're, you're going to be watching the Royal Rumble too. So it's a lot of footage that's going to be on TV. There. Uh, highlights for the week as far as TV goes, Flair, uh, Baszler went to a no contact this uh, past Monday and Baszler, Jackson, Evans defeated Flair, Rose and uh, Dana Brooke. The insanity of that match was the fact that referee made the call to count out. Um, I think the the uh, the the faces you know, had to be no counting out the heels, and then they had to restart the match. So if you, it's one of those things that it's like, is the referee allowed to make that decision, or is he not allowed to make this decision? Does he have to go by script? If the wrestler is being lazy, or so be it. But it looks sloppy as far as the opening match goes there on Raw. Um, I'll talk about it maybe not today, but sometime later. Maybe I'll have segments where I can talk about uh, individual things that uh, shouldn't be happening in wrestling, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Xavier Woods defeats Slapjack. Sheamus defeats uh, Morrison. Miz and Morrison defeats Sheamus in a handicap match. 
Uh, we got AJ Styles defeating our truth in a non-title match. Uh, Riddle defeats Benjamin, MVP, and Alexander in a gauntlet for the U.S. title opportunity there. Nothing's been announced as far as the United States Championship for Royal Rumble goes, so I don't know when that's going to take place. Asuka, taken, uh, sorry, Asuka and Bliss went to a no contest in a women's title match thanks to Randy Orton coming out, RKO, and Alexa Bliss. Uh, AW Dark highlights 15 matches in a walk-off, uh, over two hours of content, I believe. Uh, so check that out if you want some more AEW in your life. Uh, Impact highlights, uh, Cardana and uh, Josh Alexander defeats uh, Ace Austin, Madman Fulton. Uh, Brian Myers defeats Eddie Edwards by DQ. Uh, Edwards actually went nuts in the mats and up uh, biting off uh, uh, you know, part of uh, <laughs> Myers' face, so to speak. Uh, referee disqualified him, but uh, new side of Eddie Edwards there. So we'll have to wait and see where they go with this. Uh, it's also kind of cool to see backstage Brian Myers and uh, Matt Cardona there as far as um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to post that comment or not. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll get through this segment here. Um, where are we here? Um, yeah. So Myers and, and uh, Cardona had a, a segment backstage where all of a sudden Myers kind of blew off Cardona. Uh, so it's uh, kind of interesting to see where they're going to go with this. Um, Rosemary defeats uh, Dashwood. Fire and Flavor Fest was a nightmare. We're not going to talk about that. Joe Doring defeats Cousin Jake. I can see Cousin Jake ended up being, uh, you know, uh, you know, joining um, uh, Cody Dinner and them. It's going to be interesting there. So the next couple of weeks, uh, Swan, Dreamer, Mac, and the returning Trey Miguel uh, defeat Moose. Uh, Sammy Callahan, Shamrock, and Chris Bay in the main event there. So Trey Miguel back with Impact Wrestling. ROH highlights, uh, Josh the Goods Woods defeats Salton Castle. Shane Taylor promotions in the main event. Uh, so that is uh, Shane Taylor as well as SOS. Connor Moses defeats the Foundation. And uh, that was Lethal Gresham as well as Williams there. MLW highlights, a AAA Cruiserweight Championship match. Lorado Kid defeats Zenshi, uh, Buku, Deo. Uh, and TJP defeats Violence is Forever, which is Kevin Koo and Dominic Garini. A number one contenders match for the tag titles. Caribbean Strap Match, uh, Caribbean Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Richard Holiday defeats Savio Vega to become the real champion, so to speak. Dynamite, uh, where are we here? Kingston defeats Archer. Moxley promo, I actually watched this, so you'll hear me talk about the promos there. Uh, Sting Darby Allen promo, backs, not backstage, but they're kind of in an alley. So it's uh, interesting to see what they're going to go with this. Uh, Jericho MGF defeat the Varsity Blondes. Jericho hit one of the best moonsaults in the entire world, um, obviously, to uh, basically because he screwed up. He didn't necessarily screw up, but last week he didn't hit the best moonsault. And uh, obviously, because there's a lot of traffic going on. And this week, he made sure to hit it and look like a superstar when he hit it. So it was interesting there. Uh, we have a pack promo, shock promo, pack promo, shack promo, sorry. Uh, so he's uh, basically uh, ripping into Cody, uh, saying that uh, Cody's blonde hair makes him look like a little girl. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what actually happens in the match coming up. Uh, then we have a Cody uh, Arn Anderson Red Velvet promo in the ring, which was great. Uh, we have Hangman uh, Page defeating Ryan Nemeth, who is actually the brother of Dolph Ziggler, so Nick Nemeth. Uh, then we have a Page Hardy promo where all of a sudden uh, Hardy's trying to recruit uh, Adam Page. Uh, but uh, obviously Payne, uh, Page being the lone wolf saying, you know, forget about nothing. Uh, nothing's going on there. Jungle Boy defeats Dax Hardwood. Uh, Jungle Boy gets a huge win here. I cannot get that theme song out of my head. It's going to And Somebody mentioned this on a podcast yesterday. It's like when COVID's done and they can have full arenas again and that theme song plays, you're going to be having fans sing that theme song as he's coming out. And then they made the note as well. They're like, you know what? Not only are they going to sing that theme song when they come out, they're going to be singing that theme song as the match is taking place. And if you remember Fandango, and it was probably like six, seven years ago, and all of a sudden they do the do 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 do, you know that sort of thing. Well, I can see this exact same thing happening for Jungle Boy there. So it's uh, it'll be interesting to see when fans are back in the arenas what actually happens there. Um, after the match, FTR Blanchard destroyed Jurassic Express, including cutting off the horns of uh, Luchasaurus. Uh, then we go into Team Taz promo. Dr. Baker defeats Shauna. MJF Sammy promo. Uh, obviously, MJF and Sammy are going to come into blows eventually, just a matter of time. Uh, but I can't wait to see that match. And then the main event, Good Brothers and the Young Bucks defeat Dark Order. Dark Order was Evil Ono, Stu Grayson, uh, John Silver, Alex Reynolds. I think I got their names right this time. And then Omega and Moxley battle to end the show there. Uh, next week on Dynamite, it's obviously Beach Break and main events, Kenny Omega and the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers, uh, with Don Callis in the corner, is going to be uh, battling John Moxley, Pac, and Ray Phoenix. Uh, NXT highlights, uh, MSK defeats Dane and Maverick in the Dusty Cup quarterfinals. 
Uh, Dakota Kai, Renee, or sorry, I want to say want to say Renee, but it's Raquel Gonzalez defeats Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea, Dusty Cup first round. Tyler Rust defeats Dante Rios. <laughs> and it was interesting because I had AEW on the big screen TV there. I had uh, uh, NXT on the tablet. And I looked down. I'm like, why does that guy look familiar? And I'm talking about Dante Rios. And uh, unfortunately, I was trying to rewind, rewind, and I, the stupid tablet was screwing up, so I didn't have the you know the opportunity to be able to do it. I go on social media, and sure enough, yes, it was. So Daniel Garcia is the one and only what I call him, Dante Rios. Uh, so yeah, Ontario Independent, uh, obviously Buffalo's own uh, uh, Daniel Garcia. Uh, you know, it didn't look too good as far as the showing goes, but he was on national TV once again. So good for him. Uh, Red Death down there in Florida. Uh, so uh, you know. Good showing for obviously Daniel Garcia. Um, trying to get him on for an interview. I've messaged him, nothing back yet. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to uh, to get an interview with uh, Daniel Garcia sometime soon. But the fact is, yeah, he was on NXT this past week, so uh, pretty cool. Uh, Grizzled Young Veterans defeats Kushida and Leon Ruff. Uh, Dusty Cup quarterfinals as well. Uh, Bronson Reed defeats uh, Swerve, and then Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly defeats Lorcan in Birch. And it's interesting to see Undisputed Era without Bobby Fish sitting there in the ring with the one and only Finn Balor. And uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens because Cole didn't look too, uh, Adam Cole didn't look too happy, but the fact is it's uh, it is what it is. And then NXT UK highlights uh, 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 Trent Seven Jordan Devlin promo. And it's interesting because there's a lot of talk right now of Jordan Devlin finally coming over to the States to uh, uh, to face Santos Escobar to unite those titles there. So we'll have to wait and see in the next couple of weeks. I think it'd be cool if they did it at WrestleMania, but that is April and we're only in January. But uh, I mean, time flies, right? Ben Carter defeats Sam Gradwell. Uh, Shaw Samuels defeats Josh Morrow. Uh, Pretty Deadly defeats Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter and the Hunt uh, to become uh, NXT UK uh, tag team uh, opportunity. It looks like one number one contender is there, but um, I am 49 minutes in according to countdown here. So I'm going to rush through the, the rest before I get into independent wrestling because there's a few things I want to talk about. But ratings of the week. Uh, so raw ratings, 1.819 million people uh, end up tuning into raw 0.52 in the 18 to 49 demo first for the night down in the States. And then in Canada here, we had 307, 300,000 uh, viewers impact wrestling, 186,000 viewers 0.05 in the 18 to 49 demo, which put them 118th for the night down there in the States. But it is good to see impact ratings uh, coming out on a weekly basis there. AEW 734. So 0.29 in 1849 demo sixth for the night. The interesting thing about this is NXT was so close. So NXT scored 720 for the two hours, 0.21 in the 18 to 49 demo. So they're getting closer there, but they were 24th for the night. So uh, Impact Rest is not Impact, but NXT, AEW, that war is starting to uh, heat up again. Obviously, I mean, we'd like to see the viewership up to close to a million people, but it's not happening. But um, again, that's a tighter race. We're talking 14,000 fans and pretty close in the demos there as well. Uh, SmackDown preview for tonight. Roman Reigns, uh, uh, Kevin Owens will engage in a war, the war, war of words. And then uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey uh, are going to be in a match there. 205 Live preview, Jake Atlas versus August Gray. And then we got uh, Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart taking on Mar- Marina Shafir and Zoe Stark in the Dusty Cup. And then New Japan Strong Preview, main event, uh, Leo Rush, TJP, and Fred Rosser uh, taking on the Bullet Club, and that is ELP, Hiko Leo, and Kenta. Uh, so that's, uh, if you're interested in New Japan Pro Wrestling, 10 p.m. tonight on New Japan Pro Wrestling World, of course. Uh, MMA, UFC 257, it's almost been a week, but uh, big news was Poye versus McGregor too, and McGregor got his butt handed to him, and a lot of people wondering where he's going to go from here, so... I think he's going to lick his wounds and then basically they'll set up maybe a fight that's going to be easy for him to win. And then once that happens, they'll set up another super fight for McGregor. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's tough to see him getting beat TKO style second round against Dustin Poirier. So uh, guys, check that out. Uh, Dana White <laughs> was all over the illegal streamers. I don't know if it actually, uh, if anything came of it, I didn't see any news or anything like that, but uh, yeah, Dustin Poirier, uh, like I said, put uh, put a beating on uh, the one and only notorious Conor McGregor there. So uh, DC and Hawane, January 25th episode. Check that out. Uh, CWNonline.ca as well as YouTube. Uh, report UFC 257 does 1.6 million pay-per-view buys. More ABC shows coming. Uh, so it's a good, strong showing for them. Uh, UFC 257 prelims, top Saturday cable ratings. This is obviously, uh, you know, as far as ESPN goes. 
excuse me, nothing to do with here in Canada. But still good news. Uh, Saturday's UFC 257 prelims, which aired on ESPN prior to the pay-per-view, averaged 1.433 million viewers. Uh, prelims drew a 0.54 rating in the 18 to 49 demo, which topped all of cable television in that category. It also beat everything on network television for the day, with the exception of ABC's World News Tonight. So uh, pretty cool news there for UFC and how well they're doing uh, as far as uh, cable goes. And guys, that is it as far as the news of the week for wrestling as well as MMA. So get a little bit of the water into me and uh, I'll come back and talk about Canadian Intimidate Wrestling and uh, I'll do a promo here from the one and only Ryan Knights of Knights of the Squared Circle. So check this out and I'll be back in a couple uh, couple moments, guys. Are you a pro wrestling fan? Do you want the latest info on shows and the stars that appear throughout Ontario? Are you looking for information and insight into the independent wrestling scene? Want interviews and information on the big leagues? Then you want Knights of the Squared Circle with Ryan Knight on Coyote 103. Ryan has his finger on the pulse of wrestling in Ontario on every level, and he brings that to you every Sunday at noon. Listen for your wrestling fix with Ryan Knight and Knights of the Squared Circle, Sunday at noon, only on Coyote 103. So you have it, guys. Ryan Knight, Knights of the Square Circle. Check him out, like the uh, the uh, promo had stated, uh, Sundays at noon on Coyote 103. You can find the links up at cwnonline.ca as well as the Canadian Independent Wrestling Group. Uh, Ryan's a good guy, and uh, you know he's a fellow podcaster. And in saying that, I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put it out there to uh, to people here in Canada. As far as podcasters go, uh, number one, if you want to have your promos aired here on the show. Uh, just to get a little more viewership, let me know. You can hit me up, uh, feedback at cwnonline.ca, and that's the email address there, or chris at cwnonline.ca. And uh, just like Ryan had done, like a 30-second clip, uh, basically, you know, a good logo behind it as well, what your show is about, um, you know, basically uh, when people can find it, where people can find it, what social media platforms you're on as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, Canadian Independent Wrestling Podcasters or anybody with a weekly series, hit us up, feedback at cwnonline.ca or like I said, it's chris at cwnonline.ca and I'll start playing your uh, your promos here on the show as long as the music or whatever voices behind it isn't copyrighted because the fact is I've got kicked off of YouTube, I think once last year because I played a, a small clip and, uh, you know, uh, got burned by YouTube. And uh, now I understand a little bit more as far as YouTube and, and all that goes. But, um, uh, yeah, send me a clip and uh, we'll uh, we'll go from there. As well as I'll have a little bit uh, more news at the end of the show here with regards to what I want to do as far as uh, independent wrestling uh, podcasters go. So uh, wait for that in the, the next couple of minutes. Um, but in saying that, hashtag we are CIW. That's a hashtag I use as far as Canadian Independent Wrestling goes. Uh, the website simply CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca. That forwards you to the Facebook group. Uh, and uh, basically, like I said, uh, you know, with regards to the Facebook group, it's there for promoting your shows. It's there for promoting your your gimmick. Um, any kind of YouTube series you go, you've got, any kind of interviews as a podcaster you've got going on, uh, you know, just keep it clean. That's all I ask. But, uh, you know, it's the uh, platform there uh, to be able to promote whatever you got going on as far as Canadian independent wrestling goes. And this guy surprised me because I haven't been able to do this uh, in almost a year as far as shows go. But there are two shows coming up. And, uh, you know, it's um, I'm so used to having a rundown of like 10 to 15 shows happening every single weekend. Uh, not anymore. So I've been kind of shifting gears as far as Canadian independent wrestling goes. But New Year, uh, I'm sorry, New Evolution Wrestling presents New Year's Evolution Night One taking place uh, today, 4:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is what they've got listed in St. John's, Newfoundland, and that is taking place at the CL, uh, CLB Armory. Uh, two nights, by the way. So night one today, night two tomorrow. And when I say nights, it's actually afternoons. Uh, but uh, uh, night one is uh, tonight. Today, 4.30 in the afternoon. Uh, night two is tomorrow, 1.30 in the afternoon. CLB Armory for both. And this is what they've said as far as Facebook goes. Uh, new wrestling fans, so new new Evolution Wrestling. Uh, we're ringing in 2021 with a bang, a brand new extravaganza as New Evolution Wrestling presents New Year's Evolution. Special two-day event will take place on January 29th and 30th, the CLB Armory in St. John's. 
Uh, don't miss your chance to kick off your new year with your number one source for professional wrestling, as many of your favorite new stars will be uh, in action. On hand will be the new, uh, so the current new heavyweight champion Hellraiser Justin Locke, a new interprovincial uh, uh, champion Wild Thing Tony King. Wild Thing Tony King, that's a good name. Steel Panther Cameron Stevens, Jeremiah uh, Javen, and so much more. Uh, January 29th, doors open 6 p.m., bell time 7. Uh, January 30th, doors open 3 p.m., bell time at 4. So I'm not sure where they got that 1.30 goes, but uh, more information, you can check that out. Uh, new uh, Evolution Wrestling on Facebook, just type that in. Uh, event ticket pricing, four-person bubble, four tickets, $60 per show, individual tickets, $20 per show, all tickets, 25 bucks at the door, no outside food or beverages permitted. Uh, and then they go on to say, Due to COVID-19 restrictions, both of these events will be limited to just 80 people per events. Other COVID-19 restrictions, performers will be available for autographs when the doors open one hour prior to the start of the show for each event. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, no personal photos with performers due to COVID-19 distancing regulations. Uh, no, inter uh, no intermission. Masks are mandatory and may only be removed when seated in your seat bubbles. And then get your tickets at uh, Game Exchange. Uh, there in St. John's, Newfoundland. So, guys, very good news. Very cool to be actually be talking about uh, independent wrestling happening once again uh, here in Canada. So, the 29th, which is today, the 30th, which is tomorrow, night one, night two, New Evolution Wrestling presents New Year's Evolution. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, nice to uh, to see it actually coming back a little bit. I mean, obviously, we got a long ways to go as far as COVID-19 goes, but uh, it makes me kind of get excited but uh, wrestling happening here in Ontario once again, you know, and if it's towards the end of the year, I'm okay with that. It's just a matter of staying safe and, uh, you know, being patient and, and perseverance, everything uh, that goes along with that. Uh, so obviously with, uh, with um, what I've been doing lately, I've been uh, listening with regards to what's going on with YouTube and Canadian independent wrestling goes. So Spencer Love interviews Steve Rivers that took place on the 25th. This is all YouTube, by the way. Uh, Big Ben and Friends wrestling with my uh, myself swap cast, which was uh, Big Ben Ortman's and uh, episode number 25 with the hacker Scotty O'Shea and Puff. Uh, so that was on the 25th as well. Vidcast number 34 featuring Jocks uh, Sampson. Uh, that was done by the one and only George Mackay of Straight Talk Wrestling. That was yesterday on the 28th. Episode number seven, uh, 76, Ben Hammon and Joe Pimentel. Uh, Holden Albright versus Alexia Nicole that took place for uh, Border Town Pro Wrestling yesterday on the 28th. New Evolved on Rogers TV, who we just talked about there. Uh, episode number 93, Danny Duggan, Hotshot Danny Duggan of Canadian Wrestling's Elite versus Justin Locke. And then um, they say Ginge Duke's Dogs uh, tag title. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, just getting used to uh, New Evolution Wrestling there. Uh, that was on the 28th as well. So yesterday, MPW Into the Layer, Episode 11, Buckshot Bobby Break. Another cool name, Buckshot Bobby Break. Uh, taking on Stu Cruel uh, yesterday as well. Free match, Benjamin Tall taking on the Beast FTM Just for Laughs 2019. That was by FLQ Wrestling. Uh, that was put out there today. Spencer Love interviews Shaw Guerrero. Yes, the one and only daughter of Eddie Guerrero and Vicky Guerrero. That was uh, released today on YouTube. Uh, episode 81, Intergender Tag, Hardcore Housewives versus Shane Saber and Young Miles. Uh, that was released today by Courage Pro Wrestling CPW on YouTube, of course. And then finally, Victory Roll. <laughs> You know, it's just a cool name to say. Victory Roll. Uh, bringing it back. So Tyson Dukes has been doing uh, moves uh, of the day, so to speak, and, and presenting those on uh, YouTube. And, and poor Rodney Matthews with uh, with some of those there. But uh, uh, Tyson Dukes uh, today was the victory roll. So you can check that out as well. Also proud, and you heard me talking about this last week. I'll talk about it again. Uh, today, slugging with Stephen O'Neill. Uh, he's doing uh, so. Stephen O'Neill, obviously, who I've had the the pleasure to work with on podcasts as well as uh, fantasy warfare tournaments, as well as uh, uh, you know, we we bickered back and forth, so to speak. But he started writing a column for CWNOnline.ca last week. Uh, and we came up with the name Slugging with Stephen O'Neill. Last week, he had an interview with the one and only Anthony Kingdom James. This week, he's going to interview with the one and only Jim Strider. So check that out, cwnonline.ca. If you go to the exclusive section at the very top, you can find the link for Slugging with Stephen O'Neill, as well as the main page. You can check that out. It's under hashtag CWNOnline. Uh, but yeah, Slugging with Stephen O'Neill, I'm enjoying it. He's got another one coming up on uh, next Tuesday. Uh, so we've, we've been releasing these uh, Tuesdays 
at uh, at 6 p.m. on the website there. So I look for the next one, uh, obviously next Tuesday, uh, 6 p.m. on the website. And then I'm cold all of a sudden. I don't get it. I've got a fan on me the entire show, but uh, uh, you know, it just it's it's I, I don't know what it was. I'd bring the sleeves of the sweater down, but uh, yeah, it's it's cold. I don't know if it got colder outside or what. But uh, anyways, CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca, guys, that is the best way. Uh, to be able to reach uh, anything Canadian independent wrestling base. And like I said, hashtag we are CIW. So I've got, um, I've got a thought in mind with regards to uh, what I'd like to do as far as podcasters go here in Canada. Um, I want to make a, a kind of a, a group series, so to speak, about once a month. Uh, so if you're listening to this, if you, you know, if you catch wind of it, so to speak, Hit me up at chris at cwnonline.ca and let me know that you're interested. Uh, basically, I want to get a group of podcasters together uh, once a month, so to speak, to talk about big topics taking place in the wrestling world, uh, big topics taking place here in Canada, uh, do prediction shows or recap shows, whatever the case may be. I've reached out to quite a few and I've got great responses coming back from um, a good 90% of the podcasters I've reached out to still waiting on, on some of them to get back to me. But uh, if you're interested, if you're a podcaster here in Canada, uh, let me know Chris at CWNonline.ca and let me know uh, that you're interested. I'll give you all the details from there, uh, but looking to probably start up probably if not March, but definitely April there. So that is what I want to do there guys. So CWN weekly episode number 24, almost in the books. Uh, last little bit of news I'll talk about here. Top 10 WB Royal Rumble events of all time uh, have taken place January 22nd through uh, this coming Sunday on the website. Number three is today. So that's uh, going to launch on the website 5 p.m. today. You can check out my number three ever Royal Rumble um, as far as uh, my picks. And uh, it's hard to believe because that means we're only um, two days away from the Royal Rumble itself. So looking forward to it on Sunday there. Uh, as far as scheduling goes, CWM predicts WB Royal Rumble 2021 taking place January 31st, obviously Sunday, 3 p.m. live, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. So there'll be a live show this coming uh, Sunday with me, uh, possibly another uh, guest as well, but uh, definitely be me for sure. Uh, CWN recap, WB Royal Rumble 2021, January 31st. It's either going to be 10 p.m.-ish or 11 p.m.-ish. They've got it listed, uh, Royal Rumble going to 10 p.m., which means they've got three hours to get through two Royal Rumbles and I think two or three matches. So I'm going to say more towards 11 p.m.-ish. Uh, but as soon as Royal Rumble is off the air, you will see me jump online about 15 to 20 minutes later uh, to talk about the Royal Rumble itself, uh, my thoughts, the recap, uh, the highlights, as well as the results there. So I'll be live on Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube uh, as well. Uh, CWN Weekly, episode number 25, February the 5th, 3 p.m. So next Friday live, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. So check that out for the uh, very next episode of CWN Weekly, episode number 25. 25 quarter of a century geez and here i thought back in i think it was august or whatever it's like you know how am i gonna get through this but um i didn't mean that in a bad way i just meant uh you know it's uh it was it, it was interesting to kind of build a podcast off of the brand that i already have with cwn but uh, 25 episodes later looking forward to it maybe i'll have to uh, uh uh do some new uh videos or uh theme music or whatever the case may be and man i'm still cold <laughs> I'm going to jump off the air and turn that fan off. But um, uh, in saying that, you if you're a fan of CWN, uh, you will have seen CWN Weekly pop up on social media. And uh, it's basically Twitter, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, Twitch, as well as YouTube. So it's a separate account for CWN Weekly. Uh, I'm just building a following right now. Once the following is up, you will see me switch channels. So you will see the videos pop up on uh you know on youtube obviously facebook and this and that uh but when i do my live stream it will be through cwn weekly specifically uh so i'll have more information about that on the website when it is up and, and running as well as the social media accounts uh but like i said you'll see the feed from cwn weekly switch from here uh on the cwn main account over to cwn weekly but uh Stay tuned. It is in the works, but like I said, I want to get more of a following before I do that there. So guys, that is it for episode number 24. And like I said, as always, hit me up. Feedback at cwnonline.ca uh, for any thoughts, suggestions, uh, uh, comments, what you're looking to, you know, what you're looking forward to as far as the Royal Rumble goes. And, uh, you know, like I said, feedback at cwnonline.ca or uh, chris at cwnonline.ca, the best way to reach me there. As well, Chris Maloney, CWN, social media. So that is Reddit as well as Twitter. 
uh, Twitch, as well as Instagram. That is my personal account as far as wrestling goes. Uh, so you can hit me up at Chris Maloney CWN there. And uh, guys, it's been a fun, enjoyable show, and I'm looking forward to this Sunday. So in saying that, check out uh, CWN Predicts this coming Sunday, 3 p.m., live Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube. And then the recap show will be that uh, that night as well. And if I don't see you then, check me out next week, episode number 25, uh, quarter of a century of CWN Weekly uh, taking place live next Friday, uh, 3 p.m. as well. I kind of like that 3 p.m. mark. So it's, uh, it's uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a thing as far as um, uh, the shows go. And now I'm just rambling, so I'm going to get off the air. But guys, thanks a lot for watching and listening. Hit the like, subscribe button. And uh, that is it. So I'll see everybody this coming Sunday or I'll see everybody next Friday. So enjoy your week, guys, and take care. And I'll talk to you soon. Wow, wow.